You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm -hmm. Hello. Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? How you doing? This is the movie show. On your favorite OSPS. I'm Zesh. My name's Ryan. And we are 12 strong. We are 12. Just the two of us are 12 strong. No. So if you listened to last week's show, you would be like, oh, they actually went dead and watched the movie. That's such explained. Us, so six, six. There we go. 12. So this is a film that has Chris Hemsworth in it. It yeah. is a 2018 action drama film that is... That is that runs for that that that's the correct term. That runs for two hours and ten minutes, and yeah, it's a very it's a war film. It's a yeah. full out war film. They were out in Aga Afghanistan. Yep, in Afghan, fight the war in Afghan. But it is based on a true story, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. An incredible story <laughs> that only so I know um, at the time. So this film is now like. Sure, it's like five years old already. But at the time when it came out, the story that is told within this film was had just been released to the public. So even though this film um, actually happened just after the 9-11 attack, it was only the story was only like released to to the public um, eye recently before the film was made. But um, I think the fact that it was a true life story made it so much more it's very cool. impactful. And it's not a... Like the usual, okay, they got in vehicles, yeah, they went, okay, they were surrounded, but they beat the, you know, they were, they just beat them all. Yeah. And victory, and they lost three shots, you know, they'll always remember their three brothers that got killed in the war. None of that. None of which I said. Except that they were on horseback, so yeah. it made it extremely difficult. And not one died. <laughs> the crazy part, the crazy part, if you said yes. to me they are going against tanks on horses, I mm. was just, I'd, I'd be like, they're, they're all going to die. And the horses are going to die. Why would you do that? But that is literally what happened here. So in a nutshell. They had bombs in the sky. These, these, but still run. Like you are not protected when you are on a horse. There is no, there is no protection. So these twelve guys, um, they were sent into Afghanistan, Afghan, Afghan, Afghan. Afghanistan, um, to basically take down the Taliban. And the mission should have taken what should have taken actually like three years. Took them three weeks. They did all of that in three weeks. The twelve, only the twelve of them. On horseback, and the reason they were on horseback was they went basically undercover, mm. and they met up with this um, warlord who was an so he was a, a local warlord, and so they were working closely with him, and his whole team rode on horseback, and so they kind of had to like jump on the same bandwagon, excuse the pun, and they had and to split teams. Yes, they had to split teams, so they were six six, mm. and but one I did watch an interview. So if you watch the film, the the warlord. Um, that they the way they depict him in the film he is he's very rude and so when he, they first meet him he pretends he can't speak English um, then obviously later on he speaks in English and Chris Hemsworth's like oh you can't speak English then I know at one point um, Chris Hemsworth approaches him and says please show me 
on the map where we're going and he just points. He like doesn't even like acknowledge the fact that Chris Hemsworth just asked him to show him on the map. But apparently that was not true. Um, I, uh, I was watching a podcast where the actual real life soldiers were on this podcast and they were saying that he, he was very welcoming. Like the first, the first, like the first time they saw him, he like walked up to them and he was like, oh, okay, guys, welcome. He obviously wanted their help. And like, it was an immediate like, okay, let me show you my plans. This is the strategies I've got. Yeah. So I, I don't know why they depicted him like they depicted him. Maybe just to like, add some spice to the story. Make him interesting. Yeah. Dust, yeah. Dust him. Yeah. That guy. So he was, he was very interesting. The cast was very good. If you've ever seen William uh, Fitchner without hair, <laughs> you see him in this movie without hair. I actually just clicked who he was and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't click it was him in the movie. I was just like, whoa, <laughs> what <laughs> happened to you? Where did your hair go? Yeah, it's pretty Hectic. crazy. So you have Chris Hemsworth, who's like the, the protagonist. Then you have Michael Penner. Now, if you know this guy, if you don't know this guy, you do know this guy. Uh, I didn't feel like he was a soldier though. Really? Yeah, he's still like the way he was even walking around. He's like, I was just like, yeah, dude, you, 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 you. So he's the guy from Ant Man that always tells, tells the, the so I know this guy that knows this other guy, mm. and then this other guy said to that other guy that like, dude, why are you looking at me like that? And then he was like, dude, I'm not looking like that. That that's that guy. Mm. He's a soldier. And then I really enjoyed Michael Shannon. Yeah. Like thoroughly enjoyed him. He, he was, was very, cool. very good. I thought, spoiler alert, we've already said no one dies. I thought he was going to die. Like the whole time we watched this film, I was just like, this guy's dead. Because yeah. even the way like he leaves his family on like really bad terms, because obviously they were, all of these men when they left, their families didn't know if that was the last time they were going to see him. I suppose it's the same for whenever a man in your family goes off to fight in the army like exactly. you you there's a possibility that he doesn't come home because mm. he's going to fight and people want him dead because that's what the enemy is going to do they're going to try to kill him so i really thought he was going to die and i was like shame these mo these wife and his son just like didn't even say goodbye nicely and now he's gonna die and well you told me that no one dies did i tell you no so one dies i was Sorry, Ryan. what did i really tell yeah. you no one dies i was just like yeah hey, none of them died. When did I tell you no and one i dies? watched it and i was like and then I think that's that's the crazy part mm. because like if if you look at a war situation mm. like this with the odds against them, mm. like if no one died, you would say, Oh yeah, that's the Hollywood way, you know, like like people of course someone would have died. But the fact that no one died and it's a true life story is crazy. Like I think that's what makes it more amazing. So I think that's also maybe why I thought mm. someone was gonna die because I saw that this is based on true life events in the beginning and I was just like mm-mm. People die in real life, man. <laughs> and so, yeah, but I was shocked. No one died. It was, was pretty cool. And then we did mention this in the previous show, but um, Chris Hemsworth's wife is in the film. She, her name is um, Elsa Pataki. 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 That chick. I don't know how to pronounce her surname. No, it's not Hemsworth. And uh, she, she plays Chris Hemsworth's wife in the movie. Yeah. So, um. It's very interesting. Wow, they look very natural. <laughs> and then obviously there's a whole there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of people involved in this film. Um but it it was very interesting. Yeah. It was a very was a, it was it was something fresh to watch. And I think the crazy part the crazy part about this film was that the odds were so against these twelve men and yet they made it. Exactly. If you look at the the photo of the original team 
They don't look like tough guys. They never do, Ryan. Think about it. They look like my uncles, man. Yeah, but they never think about think about every single war movie you've watched that was based on a true story. No, they all and got then, big no, muscles no, no, and they're all like no, all buff and at stuff. At the end, then they show you the actual people, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose. Like that always but happens. These guys were on horseback. The only people that look slightly different is the people that fought in World War One and World War Two. Really? Yeah, there's something like you. You can just see they're like they were a World War One soldier. No. I suppose it's the first time they would have been through a war, no? Anyway. Maybe it's also because they were so young. The ODA 595. Go go check them out, guys. Go Google it. Oh. Are they still functioning today? Mm, I doubt that. I'm sure that they... Wait. Hmm. It was in October the 19th, 2001. Hmm. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Hmm. We don't know. We don't know if they're still functioning today. They might still be functioning. I don't think they're still functioning today, though. Right? I'm sure after that you... Well, but remember, they were already, like, pretty much retired, weren't they? Or not retired. They were just Yeah, that's true, actually. My question, though, is... So, obviously, like, they attacked Al-Qaeda. And I know at the end of the film, they still say, like, Al-Qaeda um, still... Um, basically, this this victory for america was al-qaeda's mm. worst defeat mm. but like it's not like the war ended then the war went on for like yeah. years after that in fact isn't it still going on are we just like oh yeah that's like that's been happening like well what's the war it's 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 the those terrorist groups trying to dominate isn't it they like taking over towns because i mean that, that's what we saw they started wiping them like cleaning out different towns and stuff like that but then remember we still watched covenant yeah and then covenant was also set in afghanistan and then it spoke about the fact that they the taliban um oh yes they just took over again and then they started killing so the whole thing on the Mm. covenant was there were these afghanistan people who became translators for the americans and when the taliban regained power they like slaughtered them and their families Mm. so like was it just a loss what yeah, so in other words, what we saw, those words that we saw at the end were basically just a nice way of saying. This was, so in other words, America won a battle, but they, they didn't did, win the war. Yeah, they did good, yeah. They did very well, exceptionally well. Very good, horses and all. Yeah. I suppose if America hadn't had this victory, mm. the, uh, what we see and know today but what would they were be up a against, lot different. I mean, it was a, the, 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 the Taliban, they, yo. Oh, there are a lot. Yeah, they they are innumerous. And it's, they are they are a terrorist yeah. group, which means they're they crazy. That's a, there's yeah. a lot of them. I think that's why it's difficult to just send in like the whole American army in there, mop them out because like it's a lot of people, a lot of Americans that they have to send in there. Yeah, just send them all in at once. Are the Americans still there? Suppose this is not the question we should be asking. Hmm, it's a good question. Does anybody know? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Let's ask Google. Google knows. Google will tell us whether uh, the Americans are still... Yeah. The, the, I think 
it if you like war movies this is a very good war movie um if you're not that into war movies i think the the, the what will grab you with this film is the fact that each one of these men so with the way they set it up in the beginning you connect with each one of the ma- the, the each member with his family and you realize that as each member goes there's a family back at home waiting hoping praying that they're going to return and then I think the other part is that they the odds were so against them. So I think that's what makes this one like special. I I don't know if it would go in my list of like best war movies of all time. Okay, so this makes a lot of sense. Although the US at one time had more than a hundred thousand troops in Af- in Afghan, Afghan, and more than one hundred sixty thousand troops in in Iraq, the mm. military pulled out of Afghanistan, Afghanistan completely in twenty twenty one. And in and in Iraq, operations are limited now to just a handful of troops performing advice and assist missions only. Was that because of Trump? I think Trump got them out. Maybe. So they yeah. are no longer there, people. Mm. That is the answer. But there's a handful of them just to assist. But a hundred thousand soldiers is a lot. No, it's a lot. That's a lot of them to send them there. And it's a lot of resources. Yeah, and not only that, you there's. Most of those soldiers come back with um, what is that PTSD? Oh yeah, PTSD. Post, post, yeah, post. And like, were they actually? Because like, th- if you think about it, right? So mm. 9/11 happened in 2001. Yeah. We are now sitting 2023. That's mm-hmm. 20 years later. And like, if Afghanistan still looks like it looked back then, mm. with the being like a war, war, um, like ridden city. Terrorists. That doesn't make sense. Like 20 years, what wars lasted 20 years? Like World War One was four. World War Two, I think, was also four years. But like the countries had a chance then afterwards to, you know, like reestablish themselves mm. and like recuperate after. I'm not even talking army now. I'm talking mm. like because if you think about it, like there's there's people who have literally grown up there and all they know is war exactly. and it's normal and mm. that shouldn't be normal. Yeah. So like the fact that the Americans only pulled out last year, like are they actually are they are they helping? I don't know. I'm speaking completely out of like mm. like did it help? Like lack of knowledge. But like for mm. me, a war should not be going on twenty years later. Yeah, it should be won and then finished. Yeah. yeah. And as we saw, like in the movie, you see how they have specific laws that really impact them. So right in the beginning, it's right in the beginning where they they you, you see them terrorizing like a, like almost like a family or a village. Yes. Oh, that was terrible. And then the guys basically, there's a law that says uh, cho- uh, a woman, a, a girl, a girl under twelve, over over shouldn't be educated. No, over, over twelve, yes. yeah, over twelve shouldn't be educated. Was it twelve? Was that the age? I think so. And and, and then they execute the the teacher, the mom. Yeah, was it the mom? She was the mom. So but. Because she was teaching she them, She was right? educating yeah. them, yeah. That's why the guy was crying because it was the dad, the mom, yeah. and then the two daughters. Yeah. Or oh, three daughters. It was mm. three daughters. Mm. Yeah, and all he was asking the girls was like some math questions, how to spell giraffe. But the fact that they could answer... Mm. Yeah, it's terrible. So that's it hectic. really is terrible. So you can imagine that's... And, and I think that's what they do. And, and I think um, Al-Qaeda, they, they're the same, isn't it? What's, yeah. the well, what's, between, Ali- what's the difference between Al-Qaeda and the Taliban? Is, is it two different terrorist groups? It might I'm be. Guessing. It might be two different. So, um, and am I right that they are going and enforcing like like Islamic sort of law type of thing? I things? think so. But then also they fight within it's each something other. something else. There's, a, there's the Islamic 
law and then there's there's like another deeper type of like even where you like you know you go deeper like more like it's more hectic you know like like isis <laughs> like exactly like women have to you know wear the covering blah 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 all of that stuff okay here it says al-qaeda fighters are mostly urban and have little religious training and wage international jihad the objectives are global the Taliban, on the other hand, are mostly from the countryside and their leaders have more religious training there and they go. have mostly uh, okay. local objectives. Right. So, yes, the Taliban mm. um, attacked. So, like, if you, I don't know if you remember in the covenants, um, the Taliban, the, the, the local people hated the Taliban yeah. for what the Taliban was doing to the local people, mm. whereas Al Qaeda is more of like this. They, I, I suppose the, the terrorists come out of Al-Qaeda. Yeah. So the world has to worry about Al-Qaeda, yeah. whereas the locals have to worry about the, the Taliban. Taliban. Yeah. I think to to correct myself, so they they are what's called uh, Islamic extremists. Mm. So they are forcing uh, Islamic law upon the villages and that. Now, obviously, that j just with those guys alone it, it, it makes it horrible because i'm sure for a lot of muslims they feel like people look down on them type of thing and then on the other way around you know a lot of people feel threatened by muslims so they see someone in like an arabic like you know dress code and they're like oh my word a bomber you know mm -hmm. and then that person is like do they think i'm a bomber <laughs> they think i'm a bomber don't they <laughs> type of thing so and then this yeah. is interesting. So is ISIS and the Taliban the same thing? Mm. So ISIS and the Taliban are both Sunni. So Su I know they're Sunni and I can't remember what the other one is. That's like a... It's, it's, they're Islamic, but they, they have different ideology. Yeah. And they actually fight against each other. So both of these are Sunni Islamist extremist groups, but they're enemies because they have different ideologies and therefore they fight each other for control over parts of the country and recruits. Pretty crazy. So shame, you literally have a whole bunch of like extremists extremist groups fighting i suppose that's why the war hasn't let up because there there's be a whole no bunch peace. of warlords yeah, yeah. which you even no saw in this um mm. at one point the the warlord that the americans team mm. up with he finds out that they're basically going to open the way for another islamic mm. warlord to like win the victory and he was like he wasn't prepared he would rather have the taliban beats them than then mm. lets that other warlord take the victory but yeah. then in the end he actually does um concede helps them and even goes yeah. and like respectfully like yeah acknowledges the other warlord mm. but like it shows how like it's hectic man mm. like yeah even in the film you see because he he answers he's like you know uh, it's final we'll we'll win this village tomorrow mm. you know uh yeah nothing's for certain literally his words Not, yeah nothing's for certain today you are friend tomorrow yes you're our enemy you know, today, uh, if you stay here, you, you're invading us. If you go away, we call you cowards. It's almost like the, there's a no win. Yeah, there's no win. That line, let, that whole paragraph, uh, it really gives the, 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 you, the, the message of, you know, there's no winning here. Mm. There's no winning. It's just, it's a war and it's going to go on and it's shame. It's like when no one actually really knows mm. what they want. Yeah. Yeah, and they still said, yeah, like, we'll be friends today. Yeah. But then tomorrow, tomorrow. you're my worst enemy. Exactly. Yeah. Hectic. It's quite hectic, yeah. It really is very hectic. But I do think that the film uh, depicted it very well. Mm. I know um, that they, they obviously, the, the, the actual guys were saying they Holly, Hollywood... 
they they you know they brought their Hollywood flair to it. Mm. So like there there are some changes. Um, I know that there was there were certain things that were left out, but um. I think overall they did a very good job at in fact the director we didn't even speak about the director mm. he um he's a danish film director yep. his name is Nico, nikolai fuglsik fuglis <laughs> oh my goodness fuglsik no, just said fast and yeah. But what was interesting was he hasn't done a lot of films. So he did Twelve Strong in 2018, and then in 2020 there was another one called Fried Berry, which I have not watched or even heard of. And yeah, the rest are like I think short films. Yeah, like he did a Galaxy Note 10 official film. Sure. How did you find Chris Hemsworth's American accent? I thought it was pretty good. I could hear him slip now and then on on, on some one or words. two words. Yeah. The reason I thought it was though it was pretty good though because I was watching an interview with him and in the interview I thought sure he has, he actually has a very Australian accent yeah, he does. and I was like okay I, obviously I'm used to his mm. his in like in oh wait in extraction two he did have an Australian accent yeah. now that I think about he it kept the, the, yeah. the Australian accent but in this but he didn't he tone it down in extraction two no. Cause like the interview I watched, he had like a heavy. I was I was surprised. Remember. I was like, so maybe it did lighten it up. But in this one, like just hearing American, I was just like, I don't know. It wasn't. I don't know. It, it just it you know what? I think while I was watching brain. it, I wasn't thinking. Chris, said, oh, wait, wait. Now that you mention it, wait. I just clicked in the film. I was trying to piece it together. I thought he was like an Australian that just happened to be in America uh, at the time. It? And so now that you mentioned that. I think his that, wife kept, kept her Australian accent. Yeah. Because I was listening out for it. And then you know how, I heard how her talk. Chris Hemsworth, for me, just hear me, is not an actor that I put accents to. No. Like for me, if you have Chris Hemsworth in your movie, mm. the chances are you have Chris Hemsworth in your movie. Like he's there for mm. his looks, his muscles, his stunts. And in this movie, yeah. there wasn't much Chris Hems Hemsworth, if you know what I'm saying. Like, there was none of that, like, charm. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And that, you know. That, that is true. That uh, Humor. Thor, Thor thing going on. Uh, even in, in Extraction 2, th there was a bit of that. Like, him winking at the girl, you know, that sort of stuff. But in this one, he was just straightforward, you know. It was just like a... Killer eyes. No, those are killer eyes. <laughs> you, what have you killed? <laughs> yeah. But I liked his his humility, the, the yeah. actor, the humility. The, like the warlords like shouting at him and he's not shouting back. He's like acknowledging. He's like, okay, yeah, true, true. You have to respect Heart. the actual men that, 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 did, that mm. went through this. Like you really... Yeah. Yeah, no, I was glad no one died. Sorry if we spoil, spoil, spoiled mm. alert. This, it's funny, I like this came out so long ago and yet we only watched it now. It's mm. like one of those films that like just slipped the radar in 2018. After, yeah, after Extraction 2. Yeah. So we had to continue. So are we continuing on the Chris Hemsworth? No, horse, because we are, we, are, we are doing Guardians of the uh, Galaxy yeah, Volume 3. It is time for Guardians of the Galaxy mm. Volume 3. You will find out if we loved it or hated it yes. next week. But well, until then... Well, I already know. No, we don't know. Because Marvel's been... If you guys haven't been watching our films, then you don't know how Sashi feels about Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we've got Barbie coming up <laughs> which Ryan's definitely looking forward to. I'm sure that's my week off. Oh, oh, oh is that your week off? So I'm sure I won't be. I'll uh, find someone. I'll uh, find someone to come on the show that yeah, we can do Barbie with me. Yeah. 
Or I'll just force Ryan to watch it and be like, Ryan, you can slate it. You can slate it like I slated Black Adam. I watched it. I hated it. I hated every second of it. But I watched it. You could just come and sit here and be like, I just don't want to. Just put a board up that said, you can even, we'll just stick something on your forehead that says, Mm. I hated it. Can I paint? Or told you so. Can I paint my eyes on my eyelids? Yes, you can. And I'll just like pretend like. And then we'll tie a string there. And then someone can just like pull it. Yeah. We'll have practical effects. The camera operator can just. No, but you have to at least watch the film, Ryan. Because, you know, you there's that slight chance where Ryan's like, guys, I expected this movie to suck. And for some odd reason, it didn't. I'm not expecting that to happen, but it could happen. You see, Ryan's even agreeing. I'm a <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to pretend you're drooling. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we will be back next week with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So go do a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Volume 1, 2, and 3 marathon. Plus Endgame and That's Infinity War. That's a great War. idea. Because they, they were That's in. a great idea. I did that before I went to watch Guardians Damn, 3. Damn, I'm going to do that. There we go. Tonight, one. Tomorrow, two. Following night, three. Oh, you have to fit. Oh, no, no. Sorry. You, uh, you, you have to watch one and two. And then you have to watch Infinity War and Endgame. And then, then you'll be ready for Sounds three. good. There we go. Can do yeah. that. Yeah. We're doing that. But until then, peace. Cheers. Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more.